Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Wow, this is so spicy. That was our music by somebody. <laughs> by by Ash. By Bruce on Tumblr with their lovely little Suki icon. I love that icon so much. I get so happy. It's a boost of when I see it. Yes. And their their Spotify is Blueberry Sky. Um, chapter 7. Chapter 7. Chapter 7 was called The Smell of Smoke Clings. It does. It clings hard. So does anyone have some thoughts to bring up first? Ashla, do you want to begin? Um, one second. I'm getting my notes. My computer went to sleep. The final words. And we're getting right back to the bottom of it. Tonight, <laughs> he was on fire. You skipped the best part of the final, though. No, I didn't. That was the best part. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. The best part is Zuko knew a secret. Knew something even Father and Azula didn't know. And that was that there was an art to burning. <sighs> <laughs> nah, I think tonight he was on fire was good ending. <laughs> but But like tonight he was on fire doesn't have the power if you don't know that there's an art to burning. No, I think it does. That's just me thing. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> sorry. Other than just being like exciting because it's an uh, allusion to the title of the fuck <laughs> if I wanted to say fic or book so I said fuck <laughs> um, that's good other than it being an exciting allusion to the title was there any reason you liked that he was on fire no I just think it's cool <laughs> you know that song where it's like the girl is on fire that's him that's Zuko no, I just this think... boy is on fire it's a bomb ass metaphor yeah. It really is. I think that's like the right rhetorical device. I think that's the proper word for it. Yeah. One second. I'm- I really was about to go. If it said it was like he was on fire, it would be a simile. Boom. Like it's an English class. Like shut up. I learned that in fifth grade. Boom. Exactly. Wow, Ashley really just said you're not special. <laughs> As she should. You guys like me not to be the bully in this episode. Honestly, I hate it. (laughs) It's because we love you. No, you don't. You're not allowed to reject our love. Yes, I am. I'm saying no. That's that's not allowed anymore. We're just going to keep telling you that we love you. Anyways, back to the podcast, the author's (laughs) notes. Lil Shotty the Baddest. <laughs> Lil Shotty the Baddest. I feel like this is the first time she says shoddy, which is like sh- shout out to like now when she always says. Surprise, shoddy. Yeah. But so, Lil Shotty the Baddest. Yeah. For- Sorry, that's really fun to say in a British accent. Yeah, it is. Lil Shotty the Baddest. Isn't it? Isn't it? I need a bad bleep. Addison Ray. Lil Shotty the Baddest. Obviously, these lyrics mean a lot to me because I, I am Addison Ray. <laughs> okay, anyways. Also, 7,000 hits. Very cute. Oh my god. That's like. <laughs> she also says, We're one big group of mates that chat to me and give me compliments. We're still one big group of mates, but there's less compliments and more just uh, cereal water and. 
insults and telling her to go to bed and that kind of thing. And fighting. And flirting. Maybe. Just me, though. Nobody else is allowed to. I'm staking a claim. <laughs> Good luck with that one. If you flirt with Hella, um, you better watch out because I'll be pulling out your nails. <laughs> You're going to have to start traveling a lot because you're going to be pulling out a lot of nails. Call me Mr. Worldwide. (laughs) I love it. I really liked the beginning of the chapter as well. A good beginning and a good end. Wow. We really, we really do be loving it all. I'm such a mess today. You don't even know. Me too. It's okay. I'm also lost. Um, Um, I just liked the like violence was to the fire nation what tragedy is to monsters a cost caustic necessity a genesis a ravenous need unable to be quenched violence was what created them and in turn violence was all they knew it was insatiable insatiable and i just like it's so dramatic and like metaphorical and whatever and it's just I don't know Hella has these moments where she like just lets herself go off with the metaphors and I just always really enjoy them because a lot of times when authors let themselves do it it's very like full of themselves and obnoxious but Hella does it in the right amount where it's like oh no this is actually like meaningful and helpful to the story as well as being like really good imagery and also I don't know if it's just the author's notes and knowing Hella, but I even feel like without that, like you would know, I feel like there's just a difference between Hella and like when you read a book that's like straight white male wants to show off that he knows what a metaphor is and like Hella doing genuinely meaningful metaphors. Yeah, she's just amazing like that. Well, that specific metaphor you brought up, it, I was I, I rewatched Infinity War and it reminded me of like Thanos's cause. He was like, uh, yeah, he was like, it must be done, and he was like, like that metaphor specifically. It just reminded me of Thanos just now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, like he like did not yeah. hesitate. He was like, well, it must be done, and yeah, his savior complex really showed off in that movie. <laughs> For sure. His savior <laughs> complex that makes him kill everybody. Yeah, genocidal maniac. It's just a, it's just a savior complex. <laughs> yeah, it's just so fun and fresh. <laughs> it's not. Ozai's gonna do the snap. Ooh, that was such a bad snap. Ugh. I can't snap. I can that one's better. There we go. I, like, I really do not know how to like physically make myself snap. Um, you're really not missing anything, I promise. <laughs> um... Would Abby, do you have anything you'd like to bring up? I feel like Ashla and I have both done a quote. Now it's Abby's turn to do a quote. Um, I feel like, um, I feel like in this chapter, we could really get, sorry, I don't know why I'm doing an accent. <laughs> we can get into uh, Tompkin and Zuko's little <gasps> thing they got going on. Oh, am I supposed to do the talking? Yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, man, I don't have a script. Let me think. Because um, I really just wrote Suko and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only note I have. Um, um, I wrote that Tomkin is very emotionally intelligent and that he understands why Zuko is lashing out instead of getting mad at him. It was so good. I can't. 
he uh, hurt people, instinctively hurt others. It was an isolation tactic. And when it came to isolation tactics, Tomkin had noticed Prince Zuko was an expert. And, like, I feel like it's so hard to do that in a moment of real-life communication. Because it's really easy to tell, like, isolation tactics over the internet. And in, like, literature when someone's isolating and things like that. But I feel like when someone's yelling at you in real life, it's very easy to just yell back or cry or something like that. So I agree that it shows he has a high EQ. I think that's such a fun little... There you go. That's the word. (laughs) Yeah. Do you agree, Ashla? I do agree. (laughs) Yeah, you guys just put my thoughts in my mouth. Yeah. (laughs) We put your thoughts in your mouth? Yeah. (laughs) You know what I was trying to say. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, and then they hug, right? Mm -hmm. And this part made me sad. Um, (laughs) When it says... Hugo desperately tried to remember how to hug someone back. And I was like, oh my God, that's so sad. Why is that so relatable? Pandemic vibes, you know? (laughs) I've been thinking, no, we can't, we can't. But like, I was thinking about how long it's been since I've just touched another human being. Like, I don't think I've literally like, just like, even just like hand to hand. Okay. Yeah, since I've gotten to college in the end of January. Which isn't that long, but like nothing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just my tuckerful sass is still sitting here all fine with it. I'm I'm both like semi touch repulsed and touch starved. It's fine. It's fine. It's just like yeah, you know. <laughs> it's just it's an experience. Um, yeah. Does anyone else have thoughts? Well, I was just going to say, like, I think it's interesting that he has to remember how to hug back because I was going to be like, oh, it's been so long since someone's tried to hug him. But then I was like, no, Iroh tried to hug him all the time. But it's like, he didn't try to hug Iroh back. And so I just like... Yeah, he was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> it's like those family functions where, like, your, friend, your family just gives you a hug and you're like, oh, we're doing this now. <laughs> And you're like, and it's like really awkward. And, and like, it's like, I don't even know who like, you are. Like, you showed up to like my five, my fifth grade birthday <laughs> and then never came back. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Birthday, my five year old birthday party. You've gotten so big. Yeah. I have no idea who you are. <laughs> the, yeah, specifically, like, the Fourth of July party is at like my house. Like, random people show up and they're like, oh my God, you're getting so big. I'm like, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I hate that so much. Literally. Um, the other like Tom moment that I wanted to give us a moment to talk about, I guess, was like the talk about scars and like well obviously like the big moment is Zuko actually like lashing out and saying what does he say that like Tomkin hasn't had anything hard in life oh okay okay I want to he said like you're so fucking naive or something (laughs) yeah that's what I really want to talk about we can talk about scars too because that's big but I like it's so important to me that Tomkin is very much like Aang in that like 
he's suffered so much and chosen happiness because I think that being soft in a hard world is like the hardest thing you can do and it just means a lot to me not that I'm projecting or anything (laughs) I would never do that right we don't do that none of that well, I think first, like, the reaction that Zuko has when Tomkin's talking about scars and, like, Zuko doesn't yet realize Tomkin's, like, traumatic past. And he's, like, there with, like, this giant scar on his back and this scar on his face. And, like, I feel like he has this moment of, like, wow, this asshole's really trying to tell me scars are cool when he doesn't have any big yeah. scars. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I would feel victimized too in that situation. Yeah. I would lash and out. Like, I love Tom Kin and he does have a huge EQ, but he also can be such a dumbass. He, he can be a little tone deaf. So, just like, a little bit. I feel like dumbass. Like, just like the whole, like, he doesn't know that Zuko is the blue spirit and like just missing things like that. That's not, this doesn't make him a dumbass. I'm I'm saying it like with like like himbo dumbass you know when you say dumbass but you mean it with love not actually dumb I still don't think he's a dumbass himbo (laughs) yeah he's definitely not a himbo but just dumb of ass (laughs) yeah like he's like really smart at some things so at other things he just lacks a little bit because all his energy is like on the other thing kind of like (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah I I guess what I mean is like I think I think when I first read it like before I found out what like that he had a scar that had so much meaning I was like yeah I can see Tomkin being really oblivious and not realizing what he's saying because he thinks he's being helpful and he's using, like, what should be helpful, but he's just forgetting about, like, one major thing. But he's, like, otherwise being smart, you know? Yeah. Um, but then, like, you find out about his trauma. <laughs> Why do I have to do, like, uh, um, it's an audio representation of the sparkles emoji. <laughs> That's literally what it is. Um, And I just think it's really cute how he shares, like, how he came to terms with his scar and his trauma and, like, gives that coping mechanism to Zuko to try out. And it actually kind of reminds us of, like, us, because we're always like, oh, this is what I did today to cope. Like, maybe you guys should try it. And, like, you know, having friends with you know, just having, sharing problems can be good. And I just, I don't know, I feel like I had a bigger point, but it got lost because I have so many thoughts in this head. I say head empty and then I say like 30 bazillion things, but none of them are what I actually mean to say. Um, But okay, what I meant to say is Zuko is so self-hating because of his scar and he sees it as all of these terrible things about him. And he's like, this is dishonor. And that day that father 
you know, was disappointed in me, blah, 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 blah. And then Tomkin comes along and is like, no, you're a badass. And Zuko's like, wow, what if this is me being a badass and trying to protect people? And like, he pushes it down because he's not ready for it yet. But like, I just think that's really such a big deal that like Tomkin is one of the first big moments in this fic that he's able to start looking not only at his father differently, but at himself. Because that is the power of friendship. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, and I feel like that also led to him starting to like question the Fire Nation a bit. We see that start to pop out here in this chapter. Um, I don't have the quote written down for it, but it's there. <laughs> you guys can go find it for yourselves. <laughs> Yeah, go go reread and you'll find it, I'm sure. Who would like to talk next? I Oh, I have nothing. Gosh, I have nothing the... either. Gosh, this is such a dry episode. You you know I have more things, but I always I always destroy the conversation. It's always me. No, you don't. I feel so rude. Boom. Yeah, we but literally I have, just nothing. have nothing. So you need to go. I no literally content. like it was right before class. I had like fifteen minutes, so I just copied and pasted whole chunks of the chapter really fast. <laughs> oh, um, I love that. So, oh, oh my gosh! One last thing about Tomkin. I thought I was done, but I lied. Was he sees Tomkin and Hakoda interact? And he sees um, Hakoda be like soft with Tomkin. Wow, I'm back on that word. I re- I used that word too much some episode. Anyway, um, and it says an affection Zuko didn't understand and couldn't help but be wary of. Not that he was protective of Tomkin or anything. Not that he cared if Tomkin got hurt. But in Zuko's experience, affection from men like Chief Hakoda usually meant exploitation was on its way. Uncle was the only exception. And he's so protective. Like, I don't know. Like, I I have such trouble because I, tr- I, I fall into the soft boys you go, you know? I try not to. But I look at things like this and I'm like, he's just at his heart. He really does want to protect everyone. And he covers it up with so much yeah. anger. And he does hurt people because of that anger. But at his heart, isn't he a soft boy? I, I think for me it's like a symptom of his I, trauma like 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 for me sometimes like I'll always be like wary <laughs> I feel like I might cut this out but like of like fathers just in general mm-hmm. like I'm always like he's like even like charming fathers especially who are like oh your dad seems so nice like I I, I feel like I said that in the past I feel like I have but like I try not to because like that's like you know like I that's like just a symptom of like trauma you know like being like oh you can't like trust like older like men you know so but I think like specifically that he cares you know because it's it's one thing to like be suspicious of Hakoda when it's about him but when he's like because the not that he was protective of Tomkin or anything is like oh so he is protective of Tomkin obviously yeah, yeah I think just like the two and two going to hand yeah, of like it. yeah just like his innocence I guess in a way yeah yeah because Tomkin that's the thing like Tomkin really 
I love how he has tried so hard to retain his innocence. Because, like, I was about to say he has, but he really hasn't. But, like, he's just fought so hard to, like, maintain that facade. And I just, I respect that. I liked when um, Hakoda called Zuko honorable in his inner monologue. Father figures calling Zuko honorable in my fic. Not my fic. Hella's fic. <laughs> it was the meme format. I wasn't trying to claim it. It's everyone's fic. Bugs Bunny meme. Our fic. <laughs> <laughs> um, because he he's talking about how he basically, like, once now that he understands everything, he only hates Zuko because he's the Fire Prince. And now the fire prince seemed more honorable than hakoda oh didn't it say somewhere in there like hakoda hated him because mm-hmm. he was born or something because i read that and i was like oh my gosh i have something in common <laughs> that's terrible as soon as i read that i was like oh my god he's starting to die a you're right though yeah wait abby I what guess. did you say <laughs> i said the part where says Hakoda hated him because he was born I was like oh it's something him and Ozai have in common oh oh <laughs> sorry it took me a minute <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I said I'm like half asleep right now <laughs> I love the energy in the studio tonight I keep yawning. I'm so tired. Yeah, like, I'm just, I'm literally sweating in and out of consciousness right, right now. <laughs> Do you have any spoilers? Um, we didn't even talk about the fact that, like, we didn't talk about Lee at all. I feel like that's a big part of this chapter. Oh, he was just <laughs> a bit. Yeah, I feel like Lee and Canute were the only two big things that we haven't talked about. So... Oh my god, Canoe. Oh, he's your fave, though. How could you I know. Him? I didn't. Sh- it was Abby. You can't tell our voices apart either. Yeah. I can. You we don't. We literally don't sound Thank the same. Thank you. Thanks. Everyone thinks we do. And I'm like, why? It's but, yeah. Obviously, Abby. Me. You're the one who love. gets all the. Me. Wow, Abby, we love you so much. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and you're the one. That's true. <laughs> They tell me I'm pink all the time. I'm like, oh my god. Main character vibe. Wow, Abby's like, I'm the star of this podcast. You guys are just on the side. I'm not. I'm just like in the big Discord a lot because I'm lonely and bored. (laughs) And they just kind of latched on to me. There's nothing I can do about it. You deserve it. not going away. Yeah. I appreciate all the nice messages. (laughs) Anybody who's listening. They're very much appreciated. What kind of person was he to hear of his father's passing, his last living relative's death, and remain unfazed? I felt so sad that Canute was, like, so upset with himself for the way that he was dealing with his grief. I thought it was realistic, his response to his death. No, you could hear it. I'm sorry. Um... (laughs) As so well sorry. as Canute being a self, self-loathing self person, which makes me really sad for my ace king. He also, like, 
like there's that moment where Zuko thinks that Canute's mad at him for when he said prick. And of course, Canute's proud of him for cursing, but he has that moment of panic and starts apologizing. And like, that's the moment that Canute knows for sure what kind of person Zuko's father was. And like, I just thought that was so sad. I always say that. How many times in the podcast does Boom say, so sad in that voice? <laughs> I know. I mean, it's right. true. Um, because yeah. I feel like not only is it sad because obviously Canute knows that because he's been in that place, but the like role reversal, I feel like even though Canute knows he's done nothing wrong because he's not actually mad and he very quickly like gets Prince Zuko to be joking with him and whatever. I feel like there has to be some aspect of guilt that even for a second, Zuko thought that Canute would be that kind of adult. Yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's obviously like, got a sting. Like, oh, like, you know, like the italicized oh. <laughs> oh. I always picture my face was like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, not Cassie. Wow. Oh, wow. No, that's awful. I'm so sorry. Wow. <laughs> we have some, I love it. like, oh, certain things that happen wow. every podcast, and it's Cassie from Spoons. Spoons? It's the, so... <laughs> Spoons. You mean skins? What? Where did that come from? <laughs> Your brain? <laughs> I did, but not on purpose. Sounds like you did. I don't. I really wish I could be like, oh, I was looking at the spoon here, but like, there's no excuse. I have absolutely none. Tis, tis, tis. I really meant to say skins, and I really did not. <laughs> Cassie from Spoons. Spoons is my favorite TV show, personally. I heard yeah, it got like, you guys ever seen pretty good ratings. <laughs> yeah. I heard that so it's, it's just it's like, like the bootleg show. version of Skins, which is Euphoria. <laughs> Do you guys want to make yes. a, a show called Spoons? That's, that's going to be the first um, okay. show. I'm gonna I'm gonna write. Ashley can direct. It's gonna be great. Yes, main yeah, character vibes. Oh my god! <laughs> Amazing. I'm so excited. Yes. Can I be based on my life? that's so funny I love that you were so excited as if I'm gonna say no for our imaginary tv show it can be anything you want (laughs) yeah that's true it's real wait no it's not real wait sorry I'm tired wait did you did we ever talk about spoilers (laughs) no but do we have anything for spoilers what do we want to say don't think I I don't have any I don't don't have anything man I don't think so (laughs) <laughs> all right guys that's it for today's podcast wow it's oh wow i just looked at the like sad quote at the end when he's like blink lee blink blah 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 it's so sad um i don't think i have anything like actually important though um if anyone wants to talk more thoughts about chapter seven i probably had more quotes so just hit me up <laughs> but no i don't have anything like important enough that we should keep going <laughs> Hey, well, I think this is the end of the road. Yeah, Um, nice and short one today. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye, thank you for listening.
Bye, everybody. Catch you next. Oh, next Thank week you. we'll be reading chapter eight, which is called Dun 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 Dun. Choose treachery. It's more fun. So yeah, that'll be very exciting. Oh, there it is. Bye. All right. See, see you, you then. All next week. Bye. Thank you.